The following program is presented to you by the New York State School Boards Association. NISBA's President's Gavel Podcast is supported by the Harris Beach Educational Institution's team of attorneys. Harris Beach successfully represents more than 130 school districts and BOCES clients throughout New York State on matters involving school district operations, labor and employment matters, cybersecurity, and student issues. Learn more at www.harrisbeach.com. The unofficial start of the budgeting season has begun, and there's a sense of optimism about Governor Hochul's proposed executive budget as a reflexor pledge to increase funding for school districts. In this episode, we will explore the board's role in the budget development process and discuss some factors boards should consider as they plan for the financial future of their district. Let's call this meeting to order. Hello, everyone, and welcome to NISBA's President's Gavel podcast. I'm your host, Jamie McPherson, Deputy Director of Leadership Development at the New York State School Boards Association. My guest today is Michael Vespi, School Business Administrator at the South Orangetown Central School District. Welcome, Mike. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Oh, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So, so Mike, School budgeting season is upon us, and this year seems to be different from years past in that there's optimism around state funding. Since assuming office, Governor Kathy Hochul, along with state lawmakers, have expressed a commitment to increase funding for school districts. This pledge is reflected in the proposed executive budget, which is calling for $2.1 billion increase in school aid that's largely driven by $1.6 billion increase in foundation aid, where every district will see at least a 3% increase. Although what's happening in Albany is great news, I think it's important to put things into a bit of historical perspective without getting too far into the weeds. So foundation aid was enacted in 2007 when the Court of Appeals ruled the state's education finance system to be unconstitutional. The state, through the foundation aid formula, committed to increasing state aid by $5.5 billion. However, the state defaulted on that pledge two years later due to the 2008-09 recession. Then in 2010-11, the state implemented the gap elimination adjustment, which reduced state aid levels as a mean to close a multi-billion dollar deficit. In 2012, we had the state's 2% tax levy cap go into effect, which was made permanent in 2019. Then in 2020, the pandemic hit creates all these financial woes like inflation for school districts. Then just this past October, the governor reached a settlement over foundation aid in which the state agreed to fully fund the formula over a three-year period. So as a formal social studies teacher, I believe board members should learn from the past when planning for the future. So with this backdrop in mind, let's talk about the budget development process. So Mike, you know, what is the purpose of the budget and what are the main responsibilities of the board in developing the budget? Yes, uh, and, and thanks so much for asking that. The, uh, the purpose of the budget is to provide the financial support uh, for the district's operations. And, and mainly the focus there uh, is on the academic programs um, and services for students. And so there's a, a strong connection. And a lot of the time when we talk about school district budgeting and, and we talk at, at a board level, um, we keep it at a high level, 
uh, we talk about the connection between the, the district's finances and the district strategic plan, uh, and, and we stay on that plane. And as you mentioned, this is a very interesting year, and the focus uh, typically in January for boards of education you know, is about the lack of support and lack of state aid that's been provided. And this is a unique year because we're starting off uh, you know, with the, the minimum guarantee of 3% for state aid, and a lot of districts uh, are seeing a restoration of that foundation aid phase in formula. And so it, it is a, a unique start to the budget year this year. We're getting this increased aid, but it's also very important to keep your eye on the horizon, uh, on the future. And so once the budget is developed, how does it fit within the district's long range financial plan? So the, the key to the long range financial plan, first of all, is to, to take the time and to generate that plan, to review it, um, and to kind of have the perspective and context of how does a how does a budget uh, the decisions that we're making for that budget how does it fit this year and the decisions that we're making this year how are they going to impact future budgets and the only place to do that is to develop a long-range financial plan uh, and you can see how the assumptions both on the revenue side and the appropriation side uh, that are made uh, over a series of two or three or four years. Uh, you know, a lot, there's a lot of conversation about that. Really, if you're, you're talking about the next two to three years, uh, you're generally pretty accurate. When you, you get out as far as five years, it gets a little hazy. But the idea is to be able to put the context of this year's decisions in the context of that longer plan. So, um, you know, the budget itself, you know, when you look at this from a, a board perspective, the budget itself is a refined set of assumptions uh, where the administration really, um, you know, kind of gets into the weeds of the budget. Uh, the long range financial plan is just a general set of assumptions as to this is what could or can happen uh, over the next two to three years. Um, you know, one of the main aspects of the district's long range financial plan that, that, that the board really should consider is the use of fund balance and reserves to balance that spending plan. Uh, another, another key aspect of that uh, involves the uh, calculations that are part of the tax cap, right? So there's some assumptions that can be made. And so, you know, one of the biggest questions that I've had in the past with boards is if, if our tax uh, cap percentage is X and we don't, we don't go that high, what is the impact in the future for Y? And so, you know, that's a, a main revenue assumption uh, that's considered and, and you can go through those scenarios and see how it impacts the future from a long range plan. Uh, an, another aspect in a long range plan, and this, this often comes up with boards, can, you know, these new programs and services or these existing programs and services or any particular program, can we afford it? If we decide to do it now, can we afford that in the future? So I think, again, that's another connection to the long range plan. And that's a, a, you know, a, a huge role that the board has. And, and those are good questions for the board to ask as part of that process. And, um, and you can generally do that in that safe zone of, of a long range plan. And, and you know, can we afford that going forward? Absolutely. And, you know, asking questions is a fundamental job of school boards. It, it, they're responsible to be cognizant of what's happening today 
but also leading the district into the future. And so you wanna have that long range financial plan in place, but you talked about matching the budget to the academic goals of the district. And so what's the budget's connection to, to the district's strategic plan? Well, and you know, so I talk a lot about the timing of that, you know, so first of all that, you know, we, when we talk about the budget, it's a year round process and we wanna make sure that, and, it, and it's different in every district, but we wanna make sure that we slot uh, any new program initiatives or any goal changes or updates that we slot it appropriately. And so we may have a new idea about a program that's gonna you know, impact chronic absenteeism. We, we don't wanna try to have the conversations about that program in the March and April timeframe, right? We wanna have those conversations uh, in September and October, and we slot them appropriately leading up to it. So there is, you know, it, the, the, the district's uh, strategic plan and uh, the academic goals, it's an evolving plan. It's reviewed on whatever basis the Board of Education has, uh, has set up with the administration, and that has to be slot um, appropriately uh, for budget discussion and funding. And so there's a huge connection between what are the main academic goals and operational goals and goals and administrative goals with the district and how are we funding it and supporting it? And oftentimes if we keep the conversation, especially with the board at that level, um, you know, then we stay at that high level and we can have those, uh, those discussions that prepare us for discussions with the community. Uh, we're not necessarily uh, into the weeds about supplies and materials and, and some of those other things. Yes, we're getting increased funding this year, but again, being cognizant of the long run, you know, what is funding going to look like in the years that's to come? And that sustainability piece becomes all too crucial. And we know today we're still reeling with the effects of the pandemic. Inflation is a huge concern among school districts and even the basic taxpayer in America. But, you know, Mike, you know, what are those internal and external issues that board should be aware of associated you know, when developing the budget this year? So one of the first things that we talk about, and, and this is a fundamental basis of budget and the future is what's going on with our enrollment? What's our trend? So I think, you know, having a conversation about student enrollment and what that trend is, I think that it starts there. Uh, and then, you know, we've got to take a look at our overall district finances. What is, what's the history? Do we have support from the community? Uh, historically, what are our main revenue sources? You know, are you a district that relies heavily on state aid or uh, is the revenue side balanced off by the tax levy? So you need to look at those factors and really consider them. You know, I think another factor is the culture and climate in the school district. What are the, what special programs exist in the district? Uh, where's the focus on mental health, um, counseling services? Uh, where are we in terms of safety and security? Um, you know, obviously you mentioned the pandemic and, and one of the things that, you know, one of the discussions that we're having now is, you know, do we have any learning gaps that we have to address and what summer programs and, and what special programs are we implementing, you know, before and after school services, additional summer school services, you know, what are those programs, uh, what do they cost and are they sustainable into the future? One of the, the largest aspects, you know, just going back to just normal budgeting and discussion, uh, that the that and, and a huge role of the Board of Education is how are our facilities and what does our debt service schedule look like? And take that one step further now that there's an impact on 
the tax cap calculation, what does that look like? So meaning if we have debt, that's gonna run, uh, you know, run off the schedule in four or five years, you know, we're gonna pay that off. How does that impact our assumptions and calculations? So that's a big topic when we're looking at long range planning. So certainly the, the condition of our facilities uh, plays a, a large role uh, in our future funding. And then, you know, not to, to go overboard with the topic, but again, we've had a large infusion of federal funds. And, you know, this is the reason, you know, that we're in January and we're having the conversation with the state. The state obviously has that money, uh, all of that shirt up by federal funds. So the main question is, uh, if, if you're a board member, how much federal funding are we gonna receive over the next two to three years? Are we spending that federal money on programs and services that are recurring expenses? Uh, and if that's the case, uh, what's the plan when the federal funds uh, are, are um, you know, are exhausted? So, you know, that's a huge guiding question right now in planning. And again, that comes back, uh, Jamie, to you know your your earlier discussions with the with the long range plan. We need to look and see how those fact how that factors into the long range plan. But if you were to distill it down into, you know, just a few key questions that board members should be asking during this budgeting process, what might they be, Mike? So I, I'd say just based on everything we've talked about, I, obviously the first key question is how does this budget support the district strategic plan? And specifically, what are those programs and services that we should be focused on? Again, the idea is, you know, from a, a board of education standpoint is to be able to to talk to the community and translate dollars and cents to programs and services for kids. So I think this is an important conversation. Sometimes we spend too much time talking about the finances and not enough about what does it support and what are, you know, what are those programs and services? So I think that's a, you know, that's a huge aspect. I, I think, you know, another question I would, in, in terms of priority, I would prioritize is what is the impact of federal funds and uh, what is our plan for the future? How are we spending those funds? And, um, and you know, is that sustainable? Uh, and then, you know, I, I think the third major aspect, and this goes along with the important role that the board has in terms of policy, uh, development and, and refinement. Um, so this is, you know, this is part of the board's role in governance is what is our fund balance and reserve policy? And how does the use of fund balance and reserves impact our future financial operations? So those are all high level questions that I think, you know, in terms of, you know, when you're looking out over a two to three year period, you know, those are high level questions that when, when you're making a decision about yes or no, when it comes to voting on the budget proposal itself, those are the questions that I would want to know, you know, kind of in advance the answer to. So that way I could put, the context of this decision and this budget, not just for now, you know, the here and now, but how does it impact the future? So I think those are, you know, probably three main questions that I would ask. Those are great questions. I really appreciate that. And I think it helps provide guidance to our members that are out there. You know, some of our newer members who are just embarking upon the budgeting process, all the way to our more senior members or veteran members, I should call them, as they enter into this budgeting cycle here. You know, we're just about out of time. So, you know, I'd like to thank once again, Michael Vespi, School Business Administrator for the South Orangetown Central School District. Mike, you shared a lot of great information with our listeners. I'd really like to thank you for your time today and joining me in this conversation. 
All right, thanks so much. Uh, I'll always enjoy uh, having the discussions with you, Jamie. Thank you. I would also like to encourage our listeners to check out the budget development resources attached in today's show notes. They are courtesy of Questar 3 BOCES. And this meeting is now adjourned. I would also like to thank my NISPA colleagues working behind the scenes, making it possible to bring you this podcast. Thank you, Megan DeGenero, Al Marlin, and Alyssa Maiello. My name is Jamie McPherson, Deputy Director of Leadership Development at the New York State School Boards Association. This has been a production of NISBA's President's Gavel.